Joining me in the studio now is Kurt Brownholler. Yay! Hello. Hello. Hi. He, I told people earlier, I'm like, you're going to recognize his voice, but you, you totally recognize your face, but it's radio, so yeah. here we are. I know. <laughs> so here I am. Just listen to my voice and paint a picture in your mind. Uh, you might know him, uh, this voice, actually, from Bob's Burgers. You might know his face from uh, lots of TV shows. You've got a podcast. We both host podcasts. That's oh, yeah. our thing. Tell me about uh, starting a podcast, because I came in on the tail end of the one that I, I am hosting. What what's made you want to uh, get your voice out there in big old chunks and talk to your friends? Well, the podcast that I first started was called The K-Hole, and it was a multi-format podcast. Mm -hmm. And the one that I really loved... The format I loved was called Get Lost, where I would blindfold uh, comedians and put them in my car and then drive them somewhere <laughs> they've never been, and they had to figure out where they were and how to get home. That's and after every show, though. That's just comedy. <laughs> That's comedy. <laughs> That's just going to a second location. Um, so that was kind of my favorite one, and really just because I wanted to. I just moved to Los Angeles, and I kind of wanted to explore the city a little bit and have a buddy to do it with me. So I, uh, we went to some crazy places. We went to an abandoned nuclear facility <laughs> with uh, Rory Scovel. Oh, my God. Uh, <laughs> we went to, there's a place where it's like right near the uh, jet propulsion lab that's like supposed to be a, uh, like a cave that's supposed to be like a, an entryway into H-E- LL. I don't know what I can say on public you can say radio. Hell. I think we okay, can say great. hell. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that like L. Ron Hubbard used to go to in the 30s and stuff. So yeah, so, so it was a fun way to explore weird parts of LA. Are you from New Jersey? Do I, I have am. That I'm from the Asbury Park Neptune area. Excellent. Well, so you, uh, of course, I think if you're from Asbury Park, and correct me if I'm wrong, uh, they just give you a copy of Born to Run as you're exiting the womb. You know, it, and uh, and because of that, I everyone, like I hated Bruce growing up. I just I really that. hated him. Uh, but now, like recently, maybe like five or six years ago, now I've, I've, I've kind of rediscovered him and then now I love him. Well, because you're a grown man. Yeah. With like... I'm a dad now. You're a dad. It's dad rock. <laughs> it really is. <laughs> I, uh, I didn't figure out Steely Dan until I was like 38. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I've figured out Steely Dan yet. <laughs> Talk to me about uh, young man Kurt Brownaller and what brought you to to stand up comedy. Oh, I get you know I started doing uh, improv in New York in '98, uh, uh, right at uh, when the Upright Citizens Brigade first opened mm. their theater there, and um, and I was doing that for a very long time, and then uh, realized I would not be able to ever make a living uh, doing <laughs> improv in New York, so uh, I started writing and I started this show. Uh, with Kristen Shaw called Hot Tub, yeah. uh, which has now been running every Monday night for 15 years. Uh, we had it in New York for uh, seven years and now in L.A. for eight. And so, yeah, that's where I kind of started writing. And we wrote together, so we were kind of a, a double team, a double act, and then just started writing my own stuff. Did you find that your life was traumatic enough to make you funny, but not so traumatic that it was awkward for the audience to take part in. I think it's still awkward for the audience to take part in. But also, I never think of it really as like trauma. I always think of it like as uh, like funny stories that are a little weird. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, I, I wonder about your relationship to Chicago. I feel as though this is a, a really great comedy hub. Oh, yeah. uh, we have so many people that start their careers here, but then they fly off to New York or L.A. And, and I, it seems... 
you know, counterproductive. You go to the place where you're going to be poor yeah. instead of living here like a normal person. Is is Chicago? Does, do you have a, a like a touchstone here that you like to? I, I mean, to? I love I love Chicago. The audiences here are just so they're so smart and they like get comedy. But you know, the last time I was here, uh, not in this studio exactly, but in this building doing. WBEZ was when I left because I left from Navy Pier. I jet skied oh, from right. yeah, I jet skied you. from here to uh, <laughs> New Orleans, and I left from Navy Pier and then immediately went into the lock, uh, <laughs> and then into the Chicago River, then the Illinois River, and then all the way down to uh, the Mississippi, and then we took the Mississippi most of the way to uh, New Orleans, and that was all for charity. But it, you know, big stupid stunts is kind of uh, <laughs> my deal. Uh, it, is is it your deal? Tell me more about the the stunts. Uh, oh, you being I, a stunt queen. I um I paid a skywriter to write "How Do I Land in the Sky Over Los Angeles" about a couple of years ago. Um, <laughs> I once uh, I drove a giant butt across the country that just it was like a fifteen foot wide, ten foot tall butt that just had a a. a, a <laughs> A tattoo on it of a heart that also said butt in it. <laughs> so it was a butt that loves butts. I want that to be <laughs> accompanied by the Wienermobile wherever it goes. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, it was. It was It was a It was a joyous Wienermobile of a butt. <laughs> Kurt Brownaller's here. He's at Zany's all weekend. Uh, he is your Valentine. I think that yeah. makes you Chicago's Valentine. Uh, I really enjoyed uh, catching you pop up on the final episode of The Good Place. Oh, that was so... That was such a... I, I'm so lucky and excited that I got to do that part. That was really nice. It was the final scene of the series. Yeah. Uh, you got to, I don't think this is a spoiler at all. You got to interact with uh, the great Ted Danson. It was, he that. was so good. And that, <laughs> and it was so nice. And afterwards he was like, he like, he paid me a compliment. And, uh, and I just told him to shut up. <laughs> I was just shut so, up, Ted Danson. I was just so overwhelmed. I was just like, you shut up. <laughs> You don't tell me that. <laughs> what was that phone call like? Because, I mean, that show hadn't been... It's not been even, like, five years of that show, but yeah. it's so beloved in such loves a, it. a quick amount of time. What was getting that call like for that gig? Uh, well, it was mysterious, because I had no idea. All I knew was they they didn't even... They didn't even send me the scene. Mm. So I just knew I was in the, finale, the series finale, and I couldn't say anything about it. And so then when I got to set, it was when I got the scene... But I still didn't know that it was the last scene of the entire oh. uh, series. Oh, they film, they'll film out of order and yeah. all that stuff. Yeah. And it wasn't like the last day of shooting for them. They still had to go uh, up to, to the Redwoods. And so, honestly, it wasn't until like Ted Dance was like, you know, this is the... This is the last scene of the show, and I was like, oh, 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 what? <laughs> and, like, you know, doing a guest spot on television yeah. is very, it's like you're walking into, like, a Thanksgiving dinner with a family that's yeah. been together for a very long time. You're and then somebody's you're boyfriend to, who yeah. just shows up. <laughs> but then you're supposed to, like, carve the turkey. You know what I mean? Uh, and everybody's, like, watching you, like, is he going to screw this up? Is yeah. he going to screw this up for everybody? And so it's a very, it's a highly stressful situation, but it was, uh, Mike Schur was great. Everybody was really wonderful and made it easy. Uh, you and your friend Christian Schall, uh, both uh, voices on Bob's Burgers. And uh, what a delightfully weird show. Yes. <laughs> it's so great. And it really is a credit to Lauren Bouchard who created it and the way he runs the room. Um, when, you know, most, uh, you know, most animated shows, an actor comes in, does their lines by themselves because it's just coordinating schedules. But, if, you know, for now it's been, I mean, what is it, almost going on 10 years, I think. 
he, you know, insists that everyone tries to come in and be there at the same time so they can improvise off each other. And that was just, uh, you know, so much fun to just be able to like riff with everybody with John Benjamin and Eugene Merman. And they're, yeah, it's just a really, it's a unique show. It is. That is definitely true. I love a cartoon that makes kids ask questions because they just don't understand. Yeah. As opposed to like the kids' questions yeah. where I'm like, I don't, I don't know who these people are. Why do they all have wings and none of them fly? Yeah. Just like one of those. Things. <laughs> uh, talk to me about uh, 2020 stand-up, Kurt Brownaller. You're uh, one of the my favorite things about doing stand-up is that you get to evolve the act at your own pace. Yeah. There's nobody in your face telling you what to do. How's how's the stand up these days? <laughs> Great. It's um the one thing, you know, I'm hoping to have a uh, an hour a new special come out in 2020. Um about to shoot it. But the one thing we've done is that I've I we we hired a, a data scientist to write an algorithm um that writes jokes. And so we we're try, trying to create the world's first uh, machine generated comedy hour. Uh, and so it is, it's literally, it can like, you put input into it and then it writes 600 jokes in like a millisecond. And like out of the 600, like three are barely usable, <laughs> but we're trying to like refine the algorithm, make it better. Cause you kind of just like stack little simple tasks on top of each other yeah. to make like a complex, unique uh, point of view. And so right now I've just been performing with Joe Catron on stage a little and uh, it's, that's been really cool. That's been fascinating to see. <laughs> well, we want to make sure that everybody gets to take part in the Kurt Brownaller experience at Zany's uh, this weekend, uh, starting, uh, wait, was it last night? Tonight? Uh -huh. yep. tonight and tomorrow at Zany's in Old Town. You can go to uh, zanies.com for tickets and more info. And Kurt, it has been an absolute pleasure. Thank you Thank for Thank you for having me. If you want to stick around and talk about movies with us, we'd be more than happy to have you.